This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to Don't Blame Me. We are an advice podcast. We are a call and advice show where, oh my God, there's a squirrel. So sorry. It's, if you're watching the video, you can see me get distracted by a squirrel on one of the power lines. So on our show, we cover everything about advice, everything in between. We don't necessarily give financial advice or science. I mean, yes, science is not advice. Actually, we do give COVID, COVID-related advice as in stay That's the true. fuck inside. 
We are not professionals in anything except being cunts and badass bitches. And uh, we're giving everything from our own experience. So our own life has given us these tools and um, the- life, our own love. And, our you own know, light. we just so happen to kind of subscribe to more of the uh, tough love sort of belief system. Mm-hmm. It's how we give advice to each other, how we give advice to our other friends. We talk to this podcast. It's, we're all friends here. We're that kind of friend who gives you the advice you might not necessarily like, want to hear. But it's the one you go to when you like actually need to stop fucking that guy that you really should stop fucking. Mm-hmm. And you go to her and then she's like, don't be a dumb bitch. We're here to tell you to not be a dumb bitch. But we're also here to hype you up when you're being a dumb bitch. If you want to continue being a dumb bitch. Yeah, if you like live in the messiness of being a dumb bitch. Okay. And- we're going to tell you what not to do, but like, do you, girl? You do you. As long as your messiness is not messy to other people, as long as you're like, you're a contained mess, mm-hmm. like you're a, you're a self mess. <laughs> self-contained mess. <laughs> a self-contained mess. Then you're fine. So if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we ask you to leave your voicemails under three minutes. We don't ask you. We demand of you. You will get yeah. cut off. You will it's... get cut. <laughs> snip, snip. Vasectomy, baby. Um, so we recommend that you write it down, channel your inner Virgo. And that's how you can get a really nice, clear, concise story to uh, let us know. And it also will get you bonus points with Melissa mm-hmm. because oh shit. I can feel it. She can. And she immediately, if you start the call with going, so sorry, I like have tried to record this a bunch of times, or you give a backstory that like, this is really long or something. Immediately. Her reaction is wasting fucking time. Wasting fucking time. <laughs> Don't, That's don't what I'm saying time. when you guys are wondering what what what's going on. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you're if you watch this podcast, which you should check it out, we're on Patreon. If you want to want to watch the video version, it's only a dollar a month, so that's four to five episodes a month for a dollar. Um, but there's like always a moment, like usually like right when the call starts, that we're either saying that or if they say. Hey, Megan, Melissa, and guest, and we're like, there's no fucking guest, yeah. or if they just say, Hey, Megan, and then they ignore ignore you that's when we go i'm sorry what i'm I'm sorry what always literally always so yeah respect (laughs) respect your fucking queens um (laughs) please because truthfully i am on all i am i am what what did you call me the last time Oh, you're the, I'm the glitter and you're the glue. <laughs> so truly, Melissa should be appreciated way more because I, all I am is the added sparkle <laughs> that you get extra credit on. But like, there is no substance. Like, it wouldn't ex- There's nothing to put glitter oh, on if there's no fucking glue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, you have substance. No, but like the podcast wouldn't exist. That's I don't know how true. to fucking like when people are like, oh, my God, how do you do a podcast? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Oh, like I'm like I know how to record. You know how to show up sometimes when I'm not late. Yeah, it was well, you're still then. here. I am still here. Well, it's also hard to like not go here. anywhere. <gasps> Remind me, I have something. To- we literally just spent so fucking long shooting the shit like off camera, mm-hmm. and I now just remembered another thing that I need to tell you off camera. Okay, so remind me. But wild. So um, what's new with you? How are you? Mm, first, I want to give a shout out to my sister, Megan. <gasps> happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. So fun. Yeah. 
new with me let's see you know i've been working on like not sleeping on my face um on my stomach actually Did I you get it. that pillow that i told you about <laughs> no i got a full pregnancy body pillow. <laughs> wait i wanted one <laughs> yeah do you love it on both sides like i'm in like a full cocoon and i love it i don't like my hand i usually wake up multiple times in the nighttime because i can't help but sleep on my stomach and my mm-hmm. hand goes numb and so i wake up multiple times yeah. in the night haven't been doing it been sleeping through the night love it i can sleep on my side i can sleep on my back um and like yeah it's perfect it's <gasps> perfect i'm not waking up like i usually wake up with like my neck mm-hmm. hurting nothing wow so before we get into the calls let's let's go to the update let's get a fucking update we are here with our caller that was in season four episode three and if you want to share a little bit about the original call yeah so i was a caller that called with the like ex-boyfriend that his girlfriend was still involved with his family Mm -hmm. um that like his family was basically telling me I was the crazy one. Meanwhile, his ex-girlfriend was still coming to my spin and bar and yoga classes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so RIP to her. Is she still with us? Um, <laughs> she is. I'm just not with him. Oh, Ooh, wait, what happened? So, okay. I wish I took your guys' guys's <laughs> advice and dumped him and said, boy, bye. Um, I didn't. So I stayed with him for six days short of a year. Um, on the day of my graduation party, um, he didn't show up instead asked me to meet him at a local brewery. Um, immediately first words out of his mouth. He was like, so I'm just going to get right into it. I don't want to be with you. I wrote you a letter. No, 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 graduation day. This is yeah. college or high or or high school. College, even worse. Normalize not writing people, not giving people letters that you write. Like that should be like you should. If you write someone a fucking letter, don't send it. Like if it's to get your feelings out there, you don't need to fucking see that. Yeah, printed it, had it ready to go. Oh my gosh, it wasn't fucking even laminated. handwritten. Yeah. So like, Literally. wait, wait, hold on. Was this before your ceremony or after your ceremony? So it was after. So it was the day of my party. He told me I could either read the letter now in front of him while he sat there and drank two beers, which unfortunately is the option I took. Wait, I can't even read a birthday card when someone gives you one in front of them. Oh my God, you are brave. I sat there and just like read it and cried and was like, okay, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that happened in February. It was six days before our one year anniversary. And then you just hopped into court. Yeah. And our Airbnb was booked for that week. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. In March, I was still scheduled to teach at his parents' studio. Um, the spin so, studio, right? No, so the yoga studio. Yoga, that okay. Is, mm-hmm. And so that was in March. I taught my first class. And then the next day while I was at work, received a six paragraph email from his mom telling me like, all the making these crazy accusations that I said things about my best friend that actually came from them to which they reassured me that they informed her of everything that I said. Why would they do this? 
I have no clue. Maybe they were like really trying to weed me out the entire time, which is why they stayed such close friends with his exit. Like I have no clue. Yeah. His mom like basically accused me of being an alcoholic, (laughs) said that I like to overexpose myself and like over talk and overshare when I was drinking. Yeah. Told me I was so annoying and irritating throughout our entire relationship but that they were going to allow me the opportunity to still teach at their studio because she couldn't say she wanted you to quit yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. she didn't she couldn't fire you because it'd be wrongful termination so she was trying to say things to make you quit yep and so then i wrote her back just like a one paragraph email because the <laughs> i didn't need to be dumped Keep by him tight. and his family yeah yeah, yeah. And I was like, I hope you're able to reflect on the things I did for you and your family without being asked and asking nothing in return. I wish you all the best. I will not be teaching at your studio. Bye. And she immediately emailed back and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm my heart's in my stomach because of this. Yeah. She had that. When you said she immediately, she immediately emailed you back. She had that email ready to go. She knew that Uh you were going to quit. So she just—it's like what sin. you do when you schedule emails, Melissa. Yeah, that's probably I what do. she did. She scheduled yep, the apology. Yeah. <gasps> what a cunt, dude! I yeah. cannot fucking believe. Like this isn't that is so much. Mm-hmm. Like that is so fucking extra. I have to tell you guys the most insane story. I tell people this story, and they're like, "You're kidding, right? Like you're fucking kidding." So his family had a hot tub, and the way the hot tub was set up, it was like at the top of a bunch of stairs mm-hmm. so you had to like walk up to the hot tub and there was one night that my now ex he was like come on like let's just go like you don't need your swimsuit like let's just go in the hot tub oh my gosh and I was like mm, I don't feel comfortable with that like your family could literally walk out at any moment <laughs> I was like I'm gonna wear mine but if you opt to not wear yours that's fine so he didn't and we're walking out and his mom like shouts down from the top and she's like hey like we're already in here and my ex was like, oh, well, should we leave and come back? And his dad's like, no, no, like, come up and join us. So in my head at the time, I was like, this is going to be awkward. Like, I'm wearing a bathing suit. I'm sure they wouldn't invite us up there if they weren't. But he's not oh wearing my a bathing suit. Oh, my gosh. No! Oh, my gosh. No! Oh, my no! gosh. No! No! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. So I make it all the way up the stairs. And um, my ex just goes, so are we a nude beach tonight? And both his parents <gasps> turn to us and go, yep. Uh-huh, this is something they do Shut all the time. The fuck up. Shut the oh fuck up. This went in so many directions. Yeah. And it was weird because it was like throughout our relationship, it was as if they were grooming me to be a of perfect they were. for their family. They were um, grooming you to touch her, his dad's dick. Yeah. Like they're like familial swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, There was one point where um, I like was talking to his mom about my best friend, the one that owns the studio that I teach at. And she was like, I don't get it. Like, why do you like her so much? She was like, because I'm telling you right now, if you're a mother, like she's a mother, I'm not going to be happy with how you raise my grandkids. Mm -hmm. I, the audacity. Yeah. She also told me that if I got pregnant right then and there, that it would be fine because it would help me out. (laughs) 
I, I hate is, them. I hate this them is so unreal. Much. Yeah. I can't believe though that like through all of this, when did you start listening to the podcast? Because there's been like you called in for like yeah, yeah. it was like a lot, but I'm like, damn, all of this other shit. So I had been listening to the podcast for quite a while, and I've been kind of going back and forth because they had me like super sketched out to where I was like, they're for sure gonna find out about this, like maybe oh, I shouldn't yeah. do it. And then it, I think. If you guys remember, it was five days before my birthday that I oh, called him. Yeah. Cause his ex wanted to give me a birthday present. Yeah. Oh. And she did. What was it? Like a candle? <laughs> it was bath bombs. Of Same course. fucking she, thing. Yeah. <laughs> was it a basket? Made. Oh, even um, better. Ugh. Did you use them? Uh yeah. <laughs> well, you're here to survive. you're here to live the- to tell the tale. So yeah. I'm so fucking glad that you're out of that. Like good. God, I think you're gonna have a great mm-hmm. your next relationship. It just like karma has to give you a good one, like <laughs> actually has to. Like I'm like crawled up into my skin right now, dude. I yeah, like my I am like clenching my ass right now. Like I'm just like <laughs> I can't, I can't even imagine. Like I feel like I have no right to complain about anything ever again. Like I'm yeah. like, like moths didn't yeah. take the trash out, and I'm like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. <gasps> holy fuck dude yeah wow. and that was the beginning of my 2020 so <laughs> <And> 2020 <laughs> was just like the a like full it, dumpster fire it stayed on theme for you like yeah. It, yeah. They, it never it never came out of left field like it was it was consistent with what had been dealing you before fuck yeah. well i'm so fucking sorry that is like absolute insanity i'm glad that we get to hear about it and like we you can joke about it and all of that shit on the other side yeah you survived you need a t-shirt that says like i survived what like the fucking family or whatever as long as i never have to see my father-in-law's balls hanging down again i think i'll be happy (laughs) i think you will be too oh my god (laughs) That's insane. Well, thank you so much for giving this yeah. update. This was like not what I expected. And like, this was just like, I feel like I, I like need a breather. Like, I feel like I just went on a roller coaster and it's not yeah. even my life. Haha. <laughs> wow. That was <laughs> just doing like the reaction, like after commercial break. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> I know because I laughed at my joke before I even finished saying my joke. Uh, wow. I mean, it was a roller coaster though. I have no words. I have. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how are these people real? I I don't know. Unwell. Unfucking well. I mean, I think this is a great note to uh, like, if the update's that good, then like, you know, maybe like, where do we have to go from here? I don't think I we can it. top it, but I whatever. So. Hello, Megan and Melissa. Uh, so. I am 23 years old and I have a little situation with a friend who is fucking stupid because she keeps partying when right now and it's a fucking pandemic. Like I always see her snaps. I always see her friends snaps who are mutual friends of mine as well. Actually, it's, and um, it's mostly this friend that I'm talking about who, by the way, is 22 and a Leo. So maybe Megan, you can help me talk to a Leo and why are they so fucking stubborn? And I'm sorry, I don't want to roast you. But like, literally, like, I worry about this friend because she and I grew up literally when we were fetuses. Like, our parents knew each other. And I don't, 
like I keep telling her, yo, we're in a pandemic. And she's like, I know, like my friends want to go clubbing. I'm like, then don't go clubbing with your friends. Like you can just stay home. And she's like, yeah, but I don't like, I'm depressed right now. Just like go to therapy. And she's like, not getting it. Like I even told her today um, that I'm like, yo, again, we're in a pandemic. And she just left me on red. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like it's, literally insane that i see people i'm sorry i'm like really angry but like i had a cousin who literally got tested positive for covid which don't worry he ended up being okay he's now healthy scared but healthy which i mean that's the initial reaction you would get right and like it's just driving me insane like how do i like tell her like i literally said it multiple times that she's being stupid and being irresponsible and putting other people at risk. So how do I like tell her, like, do I just give up and be like, hey, if you get COVID, you get COVID? Or do I continue to tell her that she's being stupid and putting people at risk? Or another thing that I thought of is telling her mom, but she and her mom aren't that close. Like they kind of had a really toxic relationship, which I don't want to go into. Um, but yeah, like, how do I approach her or do I just dip and if she gets COVID, she gets COVID. Okay. I really hope this could help. Blink twice if you're in the Facebook group. (laughs) (laughs) We think we know you. Um, uh, (laughs) this is a lot. Um, So much. Like, I'm just, this week I was asked by a friend to go to a place that a lot of elite people go to. And I've been asked to go to this place many times by the same person within the past month. And I keep telling him like COVID doesn't have like barriers unless you're wearing a mask that it's like at this place, you have to be inside. There is no outside. And like, I mean, there is, but like it's a covered did, outside. It's like not like it's not. Yeah, like you're rich still, people outside. Like you're mm-hmm. not in the sun. Yeah, you're <laughs> like inside. You yeah, know? it's like, not open air. And I've seen his pictures from there, and he's definitely inside all the time. And oh. I can't like. I don't know how else I can just tell him. Like I said, like you know, I'm not going anywhere. I've said like I don't go out in these streets. Like trying to make a joke, like. And mm-hmm. like his response to that was like, ha ha ha. And then the next day, text me again. He's like, I'm planning a trip. Do you want to come? And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like people that don't care, just don't care. And you just have to like, you, there's nothing you can say to them that's going to change. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I very much agree with you. This is something I talk about with my therapist all the time because her whole thing is... um <laughs> Megan, stop putting all of this energy out on other... Like, you can't fix everyone. You can't fix... You can't save everyone. All of that, which is very much what I do. And I'm very comfortable calling people out. So I've had conversations with, like, close friends. I have had a conversation with... The way you described this friend is, like, very much... I have a friend in my life very similar to this. And the conversation that I had with them is I... I think the only, if you can get to them, there's like one of two people, like you can either not get to them and they just don't care. Or there are people who are 
willfully ignorant and I and and in order to have someone understand that then I make them talk and I ask them questions and I'm like okay so like what do you so you're doing so like wh- like whatever they're going to go do or whatever I was like oh so are you just like like what's like what's your mindset on social distancing and then I'll be like oh so are you going by CDC regulations and like what do you think those like what do you think those are and then it becomes like a, oh well and this was like a couple months ago when it was like oh well like groups of 10 people are less and I'm like no, that that was three. Like people who stopped listening, people mm-hmm. who got scared, they heard all of the stuff and they just stopped listening because like it freaked them out. And so then they went by the same guidelines that they had heard. Or when people are like, well, Fauci says that fat masks don't work or like that masks are like it's not airborne. I'm like, yeah, in March, like the first week of March or something. When like, people are still trying to figure out what the hell this is. Now we yeah. have a firmer. We still don't understand it completely. We have a firmer grasp on it, but it's still like it's ever changing. So you have to be up to date, like what's with what's going on today. Exactly. Not a month ago, even not a week ago. And a lot of people don't have that. And they have put a lot of blind trust and faith in like they're like local like lawmakers, and all that stuff. And I'll be like, OK, so do you know how many new cases we had today? Like, do you know, like. This whole thing that it became, it was just about, and I think a lot of people have this mindset that it was about flattening the curve. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, okay, yeah, it's about flattening the curve. And the reason we need to flatten the curve is not to get rid of the virus. We have to flatten the curve so we don't overwhelm our hospital system. Like, mm-hmm. that's the reason why flattening the curve wasn't the beginning and end of this. And like the whole thing with like the like quarantining and like social distancing and all of that. People have assumed that that was because we needed to flatten the curve. And that is the reason that was our first goal. But Mm -hmm. then once the curve is flattened, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we're still it's still highly contagious. And that doesn't mean that things can go back to like to normal. And so I think if you can have a conversation where it's like have that it's have her like just be like so tell me tell me all the facts that you know, like tell me what you're going by. Like I had friends who were talking about travel and they're like well I read an article that said traveling was like fine and I was like when can you send it to me like when did you read that like look on the CDC like guideline what they're saying I was like because this is there is a level of ignorance to it but then there are people who are like when if she's saying like oh well like my friends are inviting me out to a club and it's like you don't have to go and I like I'm I'm a petty bitch and I've literally told someone like and they if they're like doing that I'm like I'm gonna level with you like I really love you and I'm really disappointed because like this does make me view you differently. And it makes me really sad to think that if I got sick and I'm thinking about all the precautions that I took, there's someone who's so close in my life who hasn't done those things. Mm -hmm. And that could be the cause of like why I get sick or a family member gets sick. And like, I can't imagine just having someone's like life on my hands in that way. And it really sucks because I thought you were better than this. And like, I've done, I like it, like just, I'm disappointed. And like, that's all there is to it. Like, it makes me like view you differently and it makes me see you differently. And like, that really, it sucks and it's disappointing for me. Yeah. And I really hate people that use um, their mental health as an excuse for their bad behavior. Like, if it's about you socializing and being around people that helps with your mental health, I totally get that. But that doesn't mean going out to the club, that means going to a park. Yeah. And being wearing a mask and not like out drinking, having mask off, dancing close to people. It's not the same thing. You're going out because you want to go out. Well, it's the same thing with it's valuing valuing your mental health over other people's physical health and other people's mm-hmm. mental health. And like that's not okay. And like it also just assumes like the idea that there are 
lots of, uh, I don't know anybody who's not struggling with their mental health stuck inside. Right. But it's like, I'm now going to have to do this longer because your mental health said that you have to go out and party at a club and do all of this kind of stuff. Like, I get it. Like, if you want to have a conversation about how it's like really affecting your depression, like, hi, hello, me too. Like, let's talk about it. Like, this has been really fucking hard and like has been really hard for all of us. And as opposed to having that be the excuse and like the like the catalyst for reckless behavior, like let's have a conversation and let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. And then let's find a way that we can do things like safely, like the whole thing that like there, it's not getting back to normal. It's how can I do the things that I like and bring me joy in my life in a way that is safe. It's not like this game of like, well, are we going to be like this forever? And I'm like, if you keep doing this, yeah. Like, but it's true though. Like what you said at the beginning, there's some people who just, they don't, they don't care and they don't really want to know and they don't they're not going to change and for those people i mute them or un, depending on how I've well i know them a lot of friends like people that i've considered friends i've muted mm-hmm. them because i'm just like it it just makes me angry seeing them and they're going to continue yeah. doing what they're doing so i should just mute them for now yeah. And then it's so, like, if it changes your friendship down the road, which like for me, a hundred percent will, like a hundred percent will change my friendship. And like, but I can't see that shit because mm-hmm. like, I've already said my piece. And like you said, it just makes me fucking angry. Like it just makes me angry. But I think if like you, if they're working an essential job or something like that, and like, you know, that they're like not being safe or they're around somebody who's immune compromised, like I a hundred percent think you, if you know someone who's in their circle who like might not know, like if she's seeing her grandma, like fucking let like a family member know or something saying, Hey, she's not taking these cautions. But like, other than that, if yeah, it's, it has to kind of be like, if she gets it, she fucking gets it. But yeah it's it for your own for your own sanity you just need to like mute her oh mm-hmm. but my heart goes out to you uh this is i think this is something we're all we're all struggling with with people like this mm-hmm. next uh, call yeah baby Hi, Megan and Melissa. Basically, I think I might have gotten myself into a situation that's kind of complicated. Um, I'm an Aquarius, by the way, and I'm moving in with one of my best friends who's a Pisces. She bought the house we'll be living in, and I'll be paying her rent. I love her a lot, but um, a lot of the things she's said and done recently have kind of made me really nervous about living together. Uh, I like to think I'm a really chill roommate because there isn't a lot that someone I'm living with could do that would really irritate me to the point of getting mad. I've lived with roommates in the past, and it's been a good situation because, I mean, granted, we were all very respectful of each other, but nobody really did anything that really pissed me off. But anyway, she's easily frustrated with things people do and kind of likes things her way, which is totally fine. But, for example, I asked her if I could bring my bed over to the house a little bit early because it's in a box and wouldn't take up too much space. But she said no because of all the boxes are stressing her out, which I understand, but I just don't see how a box 
in what will be my room would be a huge deal. Anyway, how do I live with her in a house she bought and, and feel like it's my space too? Basically, I just don't want to feel like a guest in the place I'm living in and I don't want any conflict. We've discussed being open and honest about things that would bother us and we've established house rules along with our other best friend, who's a Capricorn, by the way, who'll be moving in in a couple weeks after me. But I'm wondering if you have any tips on making this situation a good experience and feeling comfortable in a house that she bought. Thank you so much. Love you both and the show. You signed the lease all. You, you sure? Is this set in stone? Yeah. Uh, the roommates that you had before, were they your best friend? Because they weren't. Uh, I- the thing is, is that you're now... Um, a tenant. Yes, you're a tenant to... That's the word I was looking for. You now pay her money to live and she provides you a service. And that has now is going to change the dynamic of your relationship. Yeah. Did you actually like sign a lease or is it like a friend thing where she's just, you're, you're just giving her money every month? Um, because like now the dynamics change. So you honestly don't have any say in what goes on (laughs) if she doesn't want you to bring a box over to her house because yes you're paying rent there but it's her house yeah then you don't you, you have no say in that when does your did you sign a lease if you signed a lease what are like what does it say in your lease about things that you can and cannot do if you sign the lease, like if the lease says it doesn't start until like the first of the month, then you want to move your bots in, then you yeah. don't, you can't. If she says no. I mean, I'll, the other red flag here is this is three this people in one house. Three is not a good number. Three is a really bad number. To be fair, I think this three is going to work out in your favor. Mm-hmm. I think Capricorn it's going to end up Aquarius together. Yeah. versus her. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think is going to happen. Um, oh my god! So I am very. It might surprise you all to know I'm like really particular and like very type A, despite having like ADHD. So I like I would be if I I would be this person. Do you know what I mean? Like I would be like, I would a hundred percent if I, as the, if I was the girl who owns the house, I would be the exact same way, which is why I would never put myself in that position. No, I would never rent out a place to a friend ever. No, because yeah, it's my, like, I want it. It's my house. Mm -hmm. Like you're paying rent for your room, but like (laughs) my fucking house. Mm -hmm. And so it's just no matter how good of friends you are it's just like a natural sort of feeling and like it's also kind of why i don't think anyone should live in the house like it live in a house even if it's like even if she wasn't they weren't friends in general like if you live with tenants in the building that you fucking own like in like the same house and shared space it's going to be no one wants that in, in general. Like you would never want to live with your fucking landlord. And I like did just that. because the last time I had a roommate, that's what it was. She owned the oh, condo that we lived in. That's true. But I treated it as only a business relationship. Yeah. But like, was it did you did you were you 
were there sometimes you wish you didn't live with like the or did she not really not care i mean also age difference yeah there's a big age difference and also i um I kept like she wanted to like, oh, we don't know that much about each other. And I kept the separation. But like everything in the place was her stuff, like not in my room, but everywhere else in the living room, in the kitchen. It was all her stuff. And I respected that. And I knew that like this is her shit. Like I, I don't have any say in it, even like I didn't have that much space in like the cabinet. Like she made she cleaned out a cabinet for me. But like. I didn't, I knew what my place was in the place that I lived. And I think with you coming in as a friendship, it's just going to end badly if you're already having issues and you haven't even moved in. Yeah. I don't know how old you guys are or if she, because I think like the added element, if her parents or guardians, the people who raised her or whatever, if they bought this place for her or like contributed heavily to it i think that can kind of be a mind fuck because it also feels like she's benefiting from it too do you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. it's it's less like it should be more like oh we're all benefiting in the same kind of way but it's just not how like the mind works in that way like as opposed to like a roommate when you're all renting from like a landlord you're all paying you're all paying for like to share the space. But when you're renting out from them directly, like in a, you're paying for your bedroom mm-hmm. in her house, you are paying to like stay there. <laughs> and that's like, it's, that's it. Like, it's just, I don't, I think if you can do as much, like it sucks to say, but kind of like, I think if you want to preserve your friendship, don't expect this to be, uh, oh yeah, everything's shared space. This is all going to be really chill. Like treat your room like your room Mm -hmm. and like salvage the friendship that way. And like, if you feel comfortable, like, and it it, like gets better then totally like, but I don't, I, it is going to feel like you are living in her house because you are living in her house. Well, best of luck. I'm so sorry that we just told you that you just (laughs) shouldn't have done it. Go back in time. Uh, I mean, you're in the situation now. You just have to go in it and realize that, like, you are in her house. You have to abide by her house rules. Yeah, and you make your room really nice and really cozy in a place that you really, like, like to be. And, And, yeah. And then, like, all of the shared space, think of it as 90% hers. 10% 10% mm-hmm. yours. Like, mm-hmm. let it think of it like borrowing. Like, the kitchen <laughs> like, is there for you to eat, like, mm-hmm. get food. That's it. Believe me, yeah. room. If she it's comes like, in and she wants to watch something different, then yeah. she gets to watch something different. Oh, and it sucks. Like, I don't think it's like, I think it's just natural, though. Mm-hmm. Unless someone's really fucking chill. But she doesn't. She's not. She doesn't She's want not. you to bring a box in. To your room like it's going to be in your room behind a closed door i would and never she do said that by the it way would stress her out wow i'm stressed out for you please let us know how it's going um yeah. and we wish you the very 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 best get some like nice twinkly lights some cozy blankets mm-hmm. get an apple tv for your room mm-hmm. okay guys we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get 
fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about book of the month is that every aspect of book of the month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls, but happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Little fuckers and commie sluts, guess what? Uh, Melissa and I were on an episode of Clit Talk, a fantastic podcast where guess what we talked about? Sex, sex toys, and clits. So here's a clip and then check it out. All right, ladies, should we dive into it? Should we talk about vibrators? Ooh, <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> Should we talk about clitoral suckers? <laughs> all right. All right. That's exactly the sound effect that, like, in my head when I first read, like, like I was like sucking. I was like, that's all I could hear in my head was like. I feel like that is like, what it sounds like. Though. It is. Okay. So Megan and Melissa, did you guys know that there's five different types of clits? I actually listened to. Oh, you episode. did. <laughs> I did. Wait, what, 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 what do you mean? So basically, to in a nutshell, the episode talks about there are five different types of clits. So there's, this, clits can be either hooded or unhooded, which means it's like kind of covered or a little bit like outside of the hood. You know what I'm talking about? Uh -huh, and uh -huh. then there's small, which is the size of about a grain of rice. And that can be either hooded or unhooded. There's medium, which is like the size of like a pea or like a corn kernel, which can be like hooded or unhooded. Okay. And then there's anything larger than that is considered large. Um, and so for me, I have a small clit, which is really extra sensitive. So I've had a lot of issues with vibrators in the past, making me just fucking go numb. And I had never tried a clitoral sucker before. And I was like, okay, so we got this, the, um, the Empress is the one I'm talking about from Vuj. And I tried it and it like, altered my sex life my like sex life with my partner and nice. masturbation because I realized like the vibrators were too hard like they would I would just go numb in like 20 seconds and then I'd have like blue ovaries you know and it was just so frustrating <laughs> to me I can't wait to like as soon as we get off this I'm like standing in front of a mirror and my hands are down <laughs> my pants and I'm figuring out I'm gonna be like what where do I fall what is my <laughs> oh, category why wait why wait till after the episode you've got to be like aroused go right? grab a hand mirror right now yeah don't I have to like be turned yes, on to like do. see you actually yeah. need to make sure your clit is engorged with blood so just stimulate okay so I don't want to have no follow through so I'll wait until we're done with this and then I will keep everyone updated. All right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm medium is what I would think, but maybe I'm not. I well, don't know. The crazy thing is like is medium and hooded. That's the most common. The most common is medium, yeah. Okay. I don't want to be common. I want to be unique. <laughs> you, you want some big clit energy? <laughs> I do, I do. I would like big clit energy. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and let's get into the rest of our calls. Hey, Megan and Melissa. Um, I'm hoping to get your help with a friend of mine. Um, so about a year ago, we met uh, freshman year of college, and now she's sort of like one of my best friends. Um, she is like a heavier set girl. Like she has like a, an apple body type. Like she sort of has like a bigger midsection. Um, and as we sort of became closer friends, she started to make like light jokes about her body. Um, I never really paid a lot of attention to them. Um, 
I didn't like that she made them and they were usually like kind of hurtful to her and self-deprecating. So I would sometimes ask her like, Hey, are you okay? And she would just sort of laugh it off and nod and be like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? I was just making a joke. Like she kind of, I guess I sort of felt like I was being too intrusive asking her the questions at the time. So I was just like, whatever, I won't address it. And like, whatever. So we've been friends for like a year now. Um, and over the summer, um, she was having like a really hard time and we got like pretty close and we started talking more. Um, and I went to visit her in July on her side of the state. Um, and so during our trip, um, she was expressing to me that she didn't like her body and that she didn't like the jokes that she made or that like our friends would make because like, I guess when they saw her making the jokes, they started to think like it was acceptable to do. So she doesn't like that. Like they make fun of her as well. Like not make fun, but you know what I mean? Like make light of it. So she asked me to help her stop making them. And I encourage my friends not to make them anymore. Um, and I want to be there for her and that's fine. But what I'm trying to like get advice on is like whenever we do yoga or work out together, she'll say like she can't do certain things because of her weight. Um, she makes like comments and stuff about like how her weight affects her capabilities. And my question is, I don't know exactly what to say to her when she says things like this, because she has a tone in her voice that she wants me to help her, but also that she wants me to tell her she's not overweight, but she also acknowledges that she is and that she knows her body type. Um, and she's upfront about it. But um, can you give me some advice on how to make her feel less insecure when she expresses dislike? Like when she says certain things like, Oh, I can't do this pose because like uh, of my big belly or whatever, like, and I, I don't just want to be like, of course, I don't want to just agree and be like, LOL, yeah. Like, I would never say that to a friend. And I don't want to call my friend fat because, like, she's really insecure. Um, so I don't know what to say to her to make her feel less insecure and make her feel as beautiful and as capable as I see her because she's so wonderful. And I see her so much more than just her body type. And I don't want to make her feel bad, but she doesn't like herself. So what can I do whenever she needs my help or expresses dislike and wants to feel better? Like as her friend, she'll always say that she's not beautiful and I want to encourage her and tell her she is, but she doesn't physically think she's beautiful. Even though she knows she's beautiful on the inside, she doesn't physically think she's beautiful. So I'm sorry for rambling, but please give me some advice. I appreciate it. I love your podcast. Bye. You can't make her feel better about her body. You can't make her love herself. You can't make her like her body, anything like that. Uh, this really fucked up thing about being <laughs> a person is uh, people have the capability to make us feel really, really, really bad uh, about ourselves, but people don't have other people don't have the capability of necessarily making us feel better. So, um, I mean, I think that I think the thing is, if she says something along the lines of well, like, first of all, I think like the term fat is not an insult and we should never mm -hmm. use it like an insult. And it's also a word that can be like, you know, incredibly triggering to some people. So it doesn't need to be something that not everybody needs to accept that term as like a positive term, but we need to take away the negative connotation from it. So using it as like an insult in any way, or like a, not even not, not as an insult, but as like, um, like that there's a negative connotation to it or that it's like a it's a bad thing to be like oh i don't want to say this um but i think if she's like saying like oh i can't do this like pose because of like this part of thing um and then it's like okay well how about like what about if you try this one instead and like that's all there is to it it's not about it's not about her body and making you feel better in her body it's about making it's about like th that's it's hard because 
our society and I'm not accusing like you color at all of being like fat phobic at all, but like so much of our society is based around like weight in our bodies that it becomes, Oh, that's the thing that needs to be fixed versus, Oh, or like, I can't do this because like, um, it's like my ankles or something like that. It's like, Oh, have you tried ankle braces? Or like, maybe you tried this pose instead and you address that versus, Oh, well, here's this other, th- like, let's talk about your weight here. Or this is the thing. Like, no, we just like, there are, there are certain things that like I can't do. I have limitations with my body. That's what I was and- about to say. Like with yoga, there's several different modifications that you can do for every single pose, every single pose. And there's several like plus size, curvy, fat, whatever you want to call um, the person or what they want to be called um, models and uh like instagram models that are on instagram doing poses like there's um that's what i was looking up that um my name is jessamine m-y-n-a-m-e-i-s-j-e-s-s-a-m-y-n and she is like crushing yoga crushing yoga and people love her and she the things that she can do I'm like, what the I could f- like, never. I can't, I can't, I can't. I look at yoga and all of that kind of stuff. I just think that like, as opposed to looking like this as a weight thing. And I think because she's talked about, I think because she's talked about her weight and then she also talks about these things that are related, like as her friends separate those things from being related, mm-hmm. like, because like, who, who gives a shit? Like, that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Like, truly, who gives a shit? Like, I have, I've got really shitty joints. So there's a lot of things that like, I have a bad wrist. There's a lot of things that I can't do mm-hmm. because of that. Um, I had a tailbone injury as a kid. So there's a lot of things that like, I can't do like, uh, like certain like crunches wise that are like right on the tailbone that I can't do. And they, I, you modify and you just mm-hmm. modify from there. And I think she's not, when people express how they feel about their looks or their body or something first of all like depending on the kind of person like sometimes toxic people are doing that and it's just like it's really soul sucking anything but also like usually like people do that with people that they feel really comfortable and really close with and sometimes it's just like you kind of just have to say like I feel shitty I don't feel great about myself today like I don't like like the way I look or I don't like the way I feel or whatever and the best thing that someone else can do is just be like, okay, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do today then? Like, it's just move on as opposed mm-hmm. to seeing this. Cause there's something that like feels especially shitty when you're unhappy with something or whatever, or, or, or just like the car, the, like the hand you've been dealt or if like my mental health is doing really bad someday. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling super depressed. And it's like, well, what will make you feel less depressed? And I'm like, or like, let's fix it. And I'm like, I can't, I just want you to kind of be like, Oh, I hear you. Like, let's like watch a movie. Like, let's do something at like, not even necessarily like ignore what I'm saying, but like it doesn't, not everything needs to be fixed. And just because someone talks about it sometimes just like, and you can even ask her, be like, Hey, when we talk in these certain situations, like what, like what's the most helpful thing like for you? Like, mm-hmm. would it be like, do you, like, what, like, what do you, it's, it's so much easier to ask people what they're looking for in conversations. Cause most of the time we're all just like looking for someone to listen and not yeah. even respond. And, and we just want to vent. an actual response. Yep. Yeah. Cause she's not expecting you to like fix her or make her feel better because we all know that that's like, that can't happen. Like that's just, it is like it, it, like we feel about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. But I think if you take away, if you make it 
yeah, it's if it workout regarded, it's like, oh, like a weak ankles. Have you tried these ankle braces? Like I look these up. These seem like something they might help you. Or like, oh, maybe we should try like, I don't know, like back in the day, other workout stuff. It's like, oh, have you ever tried like this kind of workout? Like someone I heard who's like really into low impact stuff. They really like this. And that was mm-hmm. really good on their joints. Like if we just treat it like it's because it's not like it's just it's our body. Our bodies are all so fucking different. And like are we have we have thin bodies we have fat bodies we have uh we have the bodies that are capable of doing some things bodies that aren't capable of doing mm-hmm. other things like it's such a fucking spectrum and like like any sort of like disability or limitation or anything like that we all have yeah something like there yeah. is no and this issue with like fucking fat phobia is that it's everybody else healthy and mm-hmm. then it's fat people unhealthy and none of That's that not takes true. it's not at all. And it doesn't take into account that like health is like a privilege and not something that everybody is born with. Mm-hmm. And the idea that that is the ultimate like goal at all times of like human. It's not. It's and comp- also like just because you're fat doesn't mean that you're unhealthy and just. Well, that's like you think about I'm like you could see like the the difference that someone would be treated like of incredible i mean first of all eating disorders kill more people than like it's one of like the biggest causes of death mm-hmm. i think it's like under 18 or something something wild but like there are people who could be you know like really 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 struggling with like like multiple chronic illnesses someone could have like super thin has cancer all of that kind of shit and but the issue is going to be the person who's fat like that's mm-hmm. going to be like what the epitome of unhealthy is like regardless if someone is like emaciated doing chemo and all of that kind of stuff that like it's just it's fat phobia like mm-hmm. it's just what it is and it just pisses me off i get like so heated about it like i just get so fucking mad because it also it makes it seem and how people talk about it is it makes it seem that health is exclusively reserved for thin people mm-hmm. and thin people are in turn healthy because they are thin and then i'm like there are lots of thin people who are incredibly unhealthy and then also that also doesn't help them get the attention that they fucking need because everybody's like well no it's weight weight is the biggest issue Mm -hmm. here so unless there's this then oh and it's and it's also just like not even set up in a way that like for our society and for our medical system to be so fucking fat phobic it's not even set up in a way that like I've had friends who have had like PCOS and gained like a good amount of weight in a short period of time. And their doctors all were like, well, it's just, why are you eating so much? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If you're so fucking worried about people getting like overweight. And then this is like, this is like a disorder that syndrome, it's a syndrome like that causes like one of the symptoms is like rapid increased weight gain. And (laughs) you are going to treat this like, oh, this is someone who's like, and you're not even treating that. Like, and I right. thought this is your biggest fucking issue. Like, right. oh, it just makes me, it just makes me upset. But here's the other thing too. You don't know where she is. Like your friend is at on her journey with her body. And like, if she's trying to work towards like m- being more body, uh, new, like body neutrality and all of that kind of stuff. Like you don't know where she's at in that process. And it also can be really draining to listen to someone talk really negatively about their body all the time and not absorb that um yourself so i think like take care about your own feelings and everything like that but just ask her what she's looking for from you and support her and take her weight out of the conversation because like if she wants to talk about it 
go ahead. I think about it like someone bitching about their grandma. If you want to bitch about your grandma to me, go ahead, bitch about your grandma. But you know mm-hmm. what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to talk about your grandma. Mm-hmm. That's your that's that's your grandma. That's your life. That's like I'm here to listen and I'm here to support you and whatever you need from me. But I have no say and no opinion in what you're talking about. All I care about is your happiness and what I can do to like not necessarily make you be happy with this thing that you don't necessarily like, but like what I can do in this moment that is the best possible response. Like that's all I'm looking for, moment to moment. Yep. Oh, well said. And I'm not angry at you, caller, at all. I think you have like a really great mentality with this. I think it's just this is the like this is the definition of like the society idea of like how do I fix this mm-hmm. and say this and not even saying that maybe that's what she wants. Like she wants, she thinks that you can say something to fix it, but there's nothing you can say, and that's not your fault. Like it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, should we get on to the next one? Hi there, Megan and um, potential guests. Um, I have a kind of a weird situation, maybe not so weird, but essentially I'm the oldest of three sisters with a little bit of an age gap. Um, For reference, I'm 26. My middle sister is 17 and my youngest sister is 15. Um, And we grew up, well, they're currently growing up in a pretty small conservative town. Um, And... I am one of the only um, people I guess you would consider liberal <laughs> in my in my family. Um, and around election time, it did cause a huge rift in my family uh, between me and my parents and some of my other family members. Um, we've since reconnected and are kind of mending that relationship. But my middle sister is also, as of right now, identifying as conservative. I know she's young, but... Um, it's hard enough kind of the household that you grew up in. Um, she recently confided in me that my youngest sister, the 15 year old is, um, is also holding a lot of, um, liberal viewpoints. Um, and that it's causing a risk between her and our parents. Um, now I am a little bit closer to my middle sister than I am my younger sister, but, um, I've been there before and I know what that position is like. Um, so I was just wondering, even though we're not very close and I heard this information secondhand, um, should I reach out to her and let her know that I can be there for her to talk if um, she ever needs a resource or um, let her know that she's more than welcome to stay at my place if she ever needs to. Um, I can also confirm that these are her um, political and um, social beliefs because <clears throat> I see what she posts on Instagram and they they uh, match up with what my middle sister is saying. So um, I guess I just want to make sure I'm not stepping over any boundaries. But I know, like I said, I was in that position and I know what it's like to um, feel like you're kind of alone when it comes to your beliefs. Um, but anyways, uh, thank you. Okay, only child syndrome here, but she's your sister. Yeah, like, that's I am the oldest of three girls, and I like, don't ever think that I'm overstepping in any type of way. Like, whose boundaries? Yeah, like, like your parents. I just talk to them however I want to talk to them. Maybe because there's an age gap, or is she like, I don't know if she, maybe. Is, is it the same different full, parents? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like different parents and you think that it's a parental thing. But like, 
if she's your sister, then just talk to her however you want. Unless I guess you don't, it seems like you don't talk to her. So yeah. maybe just start there and just like building your relation, your foundation and your relationship of actually just like talking to her. And then you can be a good influence on her life. No, I think so. I think like also there's no harm. Like I would, I would assume, like you said, cause you've been in that situation, which actually maybe they do have the same parents because if she said she's been, I don't know. Um, but I would just like reach out to her and be like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, so-and-so told me that like you or don't have- even say the told me, I wouldn't even put that in there. I not, just not even talking about views. Well, yeah. Also, yeah. She knows that you have liberal views. So yeah. like, there's no reason that you even need, you're right. There's no even reason you need to state any of that. Like she knows that you feel that way. So like just rekindle and like, you could even like make a joke. It's just like, you know, I know like it's election time. So it's like high stress in that household. And like, just wanted to like give you a head. Like if you ever want to talk or anything, or you ever need someone to talk to, if you want to crash on my couch, like you're more than welcome to, um, like I'm here for you. Like, mm-hmm. and then just like, and I think I would love to like be able to like talk to you. And like, I'd love to be able to get closer to you. Cause we haven't had, that in a while and like yeah. yeah i don't think this is overstepping Me any neither. boundaries i don't see any boundaries when it comes to my <laughs> siblings or my parents i regularly <laughs> say a lot of things that some people might say is uh award comically award, comedically award-winning because that's yes, what i would say yeah yeah, that, we'll go with what Megan would say. <laughs> that's that's what people would say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any... I mean, again, I'm an only child. So, like, I, I don't see this, but I also... I also don't have boundaries with, like... Yeah. A with lot people. of yeah. people. But, I think like, it's just especially uh, siblings, I don't. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of, like, as long... And, like, as long as she's safe, as long as it's not going to impede on... And it doesn't sound like it's going to impede on her safety. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way... Like, re, like... Yeah, like I, I, as long as that's what it is, like, fucking, I'm glad you have a sister who's on your side. Yeah. I do not understand people who, like, reconcile, like, who, and I'm in a very, very fucking different position because, like, uh, I, yeah, family stuff is different for me, but, like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot even wrap my head around having, like, relationships with like parents who are like x y and z belief system like that's i can't imagine how hard that is like that's so hard so hard also like again like you're in a different position but like if you get along with your parents in every other thing except for this one huge thing then it's really hard yeah because also right now it's 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 like human rights and morals which mm-hmm. like are not really shouldn't have a hand in politics like mm-hmm. they should just be a given like human rights are a, like should be a given and so like just the whole thing like i i can't imagine how i can't imagine how frustrating that is i also i can't even imagine how fucking hard that is for like people who are financially dependent on their parents or their family mm-hmm. or who like are live at home and are like teenagers like that kind of shit like the like fucking claudia conway that shit makes me like my heart i cannot breaks. Be- I, I, my heart breaks but i can't believe oh. all the shit that she gets She's, away with i 
iconic. Like the fact that she broke the her mom had COVID, which you called the day before. You said it was going to happen. I got so many DMs, people being like, oh my God, are you writing for the simulation? And I'm like, yes, I would like my credits. Like, dead. yeah. Like she's like, my mom's coughing has been around Trump. And then it's like three TikToks later, my mom tested positive for COVID. And then her mom posts after that on Twitter. Yep. She had to. And then she posts like, this didn't age well. <laughs> she's iconic. She's iconic. I, oh my God. Her, like, I like her painting her pink walls all white and then writing things on. Did you see this? No. You need on. to go look. She So she had pink walls in her room, took a paint roller, made it all white, and then did like some graffiti shit on all her walls, like a cab, fuck Trump, all this shit. And then her mom like came in and painted over the fuck Trump, but left everything else. And like, that's when I was like, okay, this girl. Wow. I don't when it comes to siblings, I don't think there's boundaries, but I can also understand a conservative household where you're told to respect your elders and don't question things. And so I think I understand where you're coming from. But at the end of the day, she's your sister and just have a conversation with her. It doesn't have to be like you saying you're a liberal. I'm liberal. Let's do liberal things. It's just having a conversation. I think right now what's missing is the just the friendship. So I think if you can cultivate a friendship with your sister first, then the other things will naturally come. Spot on. Everything you said. Hell yeah. Wishing you guys the best of luck and wishing your um, family and your other sister um, enlightenment. <laughs> Time for Don't Blame Them. Ooh, Don't Blame Them. Hell yeah. What is this from? I mean, it's from... What episode is it from? So the original call was from season six, episode 14. And uh, the gal that originally called was talking about how she's been in a relationship for years and she wants to get married, but her boyfriend isn't making moves that way and then here's somebody calling with similar experience oh no hi megan and melissa i'm calling in as a response to the girl who didn't want to feel desperate about wanting to get engaged or married um i was in a very similar situation my boyfriend and i had been dating for at least eight years um but we started dating like in high school and then dated through college and um by the end of that eight-year engagement or dating relationship I was very ready to get engaged um but it was kind of like he kept pushing it off and I didn't know when it was coming and it was really just like a weird time um we're now married and I have since kind of talked to him about it and asked him what took him so long? And basically what I got out of it is that he was viewing it as like, it was a partnership. And if he wasn't 100% ready to commit or um, ready to get into a marriage, then he wasn't going to do it. And I'm thankful for that because I would rather him have waited than to jump into it before he was ready just because he knew that I was ready or he knew that people around me 
as in my family and friends were ready for us to get married. Um, so that's the first thing. And as far as feeling desperate, I feel like that looking back, that feeling came from people around me. Like I would hear people say, Oh, you don't want to sound desperate and things like that. But talking and talking to my now husband, he never thought that me bringing up the engagement talk or marriage talk was desperate. If anything, it made him feel more comfortable in the fact that he knew that I was ready to get married too. So if you two are very comfortable with you, with each other, it shouldn't be an issue of him thinking that you're desperate. I would just really try to block out your family and friends around you who are, you know, saying things like you don't want to sound desperate. So hopefully that advice helps. Um, I don't even know if this will get put on air, but I've been in that situation and I know it's really tough, but just stick it out. And if you know that this is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, it's worth it to just stick it out. Thanks. I think this is great advice for some people, but I also think, (laughs) you know, we all have that story about someone who stays in a relationship for like, I just like for a blanket statement for everybody. Like, it either goes one of, of two ways. It's like people are like, oh my God, maybe he's going to propose you tomorrow. Like that's why he's being weird and secretive. I'm like, okay, well, he's either being weird and secretive because he's going to propose you tomorrow or he's going to break up with you. <laughs> so, you know, take that like that. There's always those different options. And like she said, you have to go based on your own instinct, not what anyone else around you is saying. We can get influenced by that very, mm-hmm. very easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just go with your gut. If you don't feel like you're being desperate you're just having conversations with him then that's what's happening that's it people should just be honest mm-hmm. i ask mods all the time i'm like when are you putting a baby in me and he's like not now and he's like unless like do you really want that and then he'll psych me out reverse psychology <laughs> uh, but um yeah yeah Hell we gotta yeah. make our movie first before you get knocked up Okay, guys, that is it for our episode. We hope you enjoyed. If you want to call in for an upcoming one, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the socials. Uh, Don't Bomb Meme Pod over on Instagram and then our own personal Twitter, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to listen ad-free, Stitcher Premium. And if you want to join our Patreon, we would love it. Come join the fam. We would love to have you. Um, we do live streams twice a month. Very fun. Lots of things. It's a good time. It's a good community. And um, and then we also have all of our video versions there. So it would really help us continue to make this current podcast that you're listening to. <laughs> so we would love if you joined us there. Please do. Please do. Please do. Please. <laughs> Please do. Or we'll start a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like less. We, we're shutting down before we start a GoFundMe. 100%. So please, please, please let us not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and presson falsies. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 